Hey guys, welcome to the Right Now Podcast. I am Trey Slock. We got Kayla Miller here. Howdy. Chase Falk, the father of our student ministry. And um, we're just going to have a little conversation today. We're going to talk. We're glad to have you here, Chase. Thanks for coming. Glad to be on the podcast today in a little different setting. Yeah, we're changing things up. We're going to change things up throughout the summer. Is that correct, guys? That is correct. So you guys can expect a little bit of a different material from us. We'll have some fun plans, but... Um, I think we're really excited. Special guests? Special guests. Special guests. From all over the wiregrass. All over the wiregrass. Maybe beyond. Yeah. Probably not, but maybe. Yeah, no, definitely not, but we're going to try. Never say definitely. Yeah, you're not wrong. Lord willing. I mean, I mean, I think we can figure something out. Somebody beyond the wiregrass. Yeah. It's the summer. Somebody's got to travel in. That's true. That's true. Summer travel. So, yeah, we're just happy to have Chase here. we got a couple questions for you just about um, – your ministry, we'll have some fun bits, but uh, we just want to start with when did you really realize that you wanted to be in the ministry, that you wa- realized you wanted to be a minister? So the summer of my freshman year of college, um, I was a college student at Wallace here in Dothan. I graduated from Dothan High, I went to Wallace. Govs? Yes, Govs. Govs, not Govs. Tennessee. Govs. No. Yeah, we don't say anything. Yeah, we don't support Tennessee. I hate don't Tennessee. say anything about balls around here. But uh, Govs, correct. Um, and so summer of my freshman year, and I was told Lloyd at that time, uh, Brother Lloyd was our youth pastor here, and I told him that I wanted to just help do things. So I was like, hey, whatever I can help, whatever I can serve, however I can be a part of what's going on in the student ministry, I'd love to do that. Well, he – immediately put me in charge of a middle school boys at that day we call them block parties now we call them dive-ins uh and so we had i was in charge of middle school boys and got to lead the bible study there and throw little middle school boys around the pool kind of thing y'all know how that goes and then um was a chaperone for wired and so what that meant was i was an adult i wasn't a track leader i was an Mm -hmm. adult chaperone which i went to a site every day and just assisted along with the uh, track leader, and it was, I think it was a Thursday night of that wired um, week here at Ridgecrest, because we were meeting in the worship center at that time here. It was the Thursday night. The speaker did a special invitation about being called to ministry, and then it was in that moment where I felt as if the Lord was tugging at my heart that that was something that he was calling me to do. Didn't really know what that meant at that moment. Didn't know where, when, how, and all that kind of stuff. All I knew is that I remember running out of the worship center because Lee was there, and I told her, I said, hey, I really felt like God was speaking like to me and me alone in that moment of that invitation, and that began a, a conversation with her and a conversation with other people that God, uh, through his word and through other people, um, confirmed that he was calling me to some sort of ministry position. That's awesome. Now sure, to, glad. to follow up on that, did did you always want to go into ministry? Is that something you always wanted to go to? Or like, what were your plans before you decided ministry? No, that wasn't really even on the radar. Um, had no idea that that was something that I would even step towards. Uh, to begin with, uh, loved sports. Really still loved the interaction with kids and things like that. So I was going to do some sort of education, teaching kind of thing, and coach is what I had kind of originally planned, and that's the direction I was going when I was taking classes at Wallace. And then when that happened, um, obviously it kind of changed the the direction of of education and different things. That's pretty cool. Talking about sports and your very famous softball career, (laughs) 
Maybe we got some some sports yeah, trivia yeah, lined yeah. up for you. We got we'll some uh, some questions for you, Jay. Trivia. Test All your right. knowledge. Test, test your knowledge. Test my knowledge. Uh, so today. so we're gonna start with something something kind of easy. Um, who won the first Super Bowl? How is that easy? That's, it's easy. I mean, <laughs> this is common knows knowledge. This, this is common knowledge. Common knowledge for sports fans. Well, here's the deal. Like, I'm the worst person at trivia. Period. All right. Because what do you, you are you smarter say, than a fifth grader though? Oh. No, I'm not. Like, <laughs> you're not smarter than a fifth grader. <laughs> no, you heard it here first. Grader. No. Chase Falk is no, not I smarter. Mean, than I had a fifth first grader. grader this year and was stumped all by first grade work. So. I have no idea. Do I have multiple choice or anything, or is this? Yeah, just... I, you know what? You know what, Chase. We'll be nice. We'll give you multiple well, choice. I don't know that that's going to help. But... So was it A the Green Bay Packers? Was it B the Kansas City Chiefs? Was it C the Cleveland Browns? Or was it D the New England Patriots? Man, I I don't even know where to begin on this. I know that's horrible. So, Shot in the dark. Lucky guess, maybe. Uh, I'm just going to go Green Bay. Ding, ding, ding. He's really? correct. Right. He's correct. The Green Bay, Bay Packers. You win nothing. nothing. Yeah, nothing. You win nothing. <laughs> yeah, we don't have prizes for you. Uh, so I, I feel the love. Uh, we're going to go uh, with, with a little bit of a harder question. Um, Step up. Yeah. Uh, how many dimples does an average golf ball have? All right. We know Chase is very familiar with golf balls, yeah, especially yeah. ones that are in the woods. Arguably better than Auburn in golf. Arguably. Arguably. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think Auburn wishes he had a mic right now to defend himself on that one because I could go ahead and tell you I am not better than Auburn at golf or either probably the two of you at golf. Uh, a thousand. I mean, can, I'm going a thousand. If you can shoot double digits, you're better than Trey's. <laughs> So, I mean, I don't think I can shoot double digits. That's right. That's fair. <laughs> That's you, on the part. Yeah, he knows a thousand. Place. Yeah. Have you seen a golf ball before? Yes, I've seen a golf ball. Are you sure? No. Yeah, I didn't think so. Uh, it is, that's 336. 336. Uh, yeah. You were close. Thousand, 336. You're only 670 yeah. off. I mean, you're almost there. So, Playing we're going to end with. Right rules. He's way off. Yeah, we're going to end with probably the, the toughest of the questions. I think it's still doable, but it's pretty tough. Let's see what uh, in the 1971 Olympics, Nadia Kamanesi was the first gymnast to score a perfect score. What country was she representing? It's in Europe. Uh, I'm not good with geography either, so I'm going to say so something Euro- like Europe's a, Europe's a continent. Yeah, I uh, get that. There are seven I'm of like, those. Yeah. Seven. <laughs> I, don't even know, I don't even know what countries are in europe okay i'll give you countries? i'll give you multiple choice again well, here we go four countries in europe <laughs> there's four random countries are is he smarter than uh, is he well, well we'll find out so a italy that's mm-hmm. in europe nadia yeah uh, i can see it b rome italy that's a that's city, a city. <laughs> all right oh, now I don't, i'm not even good with geography now you're not as far as <laughs> you know I, sh- I, sh- I was going to say Versailles. I can't even. B. Look at this. Y'all England. can't even do it. Leave us alone. Leave us alone. <laughs> B is England. C is Romania. And D is Ukraine. I'm just going to go with Italy because after that, y'all just like totally tanked. You know, we need to get a soundboard. Do like eh, eh, something like that. We need a soundboard. Is he wrong? Yeah. Oh, he's wrong. Oh, it, it, wrong? Was, it was Romania. Well, you uh, kind of misled him because you said Italy twice. I, I, oh, I said Rome, Italy. I, I Romania named a city. Romania is in Europe. Romania? Yeah, Romania. Really sure. In okay, I'll learn something. Are you not the day. geography whiz? Why are you questioning us? <laughs> yeah, well, We're I, the I ones in the middle of our education. I, I, <laughs> well, I'm the, still going to school. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the deal. I mean, y'all were struggling just a minute ago trying to. Figure hey, out. I he was. was I struggled. I'll, I'll be. The, I'll be the, the first point. to admit. I'll be the first. So, to admit. Be the first right. one to admit I'm wrong. So yeah. Well, so, yeah. we figured out Ch- Chase can't. Chase is not smarter than a fifth grader, or but he is fit enough to be our youth pastor, and we trust him in that. 
wholeheartedly. So wholeheartedly. Right. right. And speaking of such, um, as far as your ministry, we know how you got the call now. Um, just looking back on how long have you been in the ministry now? How many years? So that would have been um, 2010. I would have like that was probably the 2009 would have been like the call sometime around there. And I started interning probably about a year after that. So about mm-hmm. 2010. And so sometime between 2010 to now, so 10 years or so, yeah. give or take, in some sort of capacity, um, whether that would be volunteering as an intern or being paid as an intern to then being um, like more so paid staff on a church uh, yeah. staff. So in those 10 years, what what do you think has been like just the best experience you've had, favorite memory, you know, something you look back on and remember just either growth just or you remember it fondly. What's one of just your favorite moments in those past 10 years? So uh, I immediately go back to um, when I was in uh, Panama City. There was a time that when I was down there, we were trying to figure out how to do something similar to Wired in that context. And um, that week of the summer um, was one of the neatest just weeks because it was like so new and so different to that group of kids. And it was like, they really questioned it really didn't like, it was like hard to get them excited about it because they never experienced it. And then when it happened, it was like, I mean, the Lord's hand was just in it, and kids were loving it and being a part of it. So I, I remember that being a big moment um, in different settings. And I've had the opportunity to see that in different places because we were able to experience something like it in Montgomery and obviously being a part of Wired and being a part of things here. And like even the way we did Reach Dothan last year and the way we're going to do it this year, like all that setting of teenagers being at a place where they were able to really uh, give of themselves and really put aside any kind of like any, any kind of just, um, you know, thoughts of what they want to do and how they want to do it. Really, they just show up and are ready to go, you know, and a lot of times those kind of trips are, are really neat. Multiple mission trips stand out to me, um, being able to go to different places like that. Um, and then like little just moments with kids, whether it's story time, um, story time, always, uh, a big deal bedtime stories uh, at different events and camps and, yeah. and things. Um, that one year when I think it was your senior year that we were in that room up there and you guys had uh, built like your bedroom basically. And like Coleman was like up on top of the table yeah. and like had the trees beside him. Like he, he had, had a little jungle. Blind. It was. Just yeah. Insane. So, um, but you know, telling that bedtime story and then I think I finished that story on the bus the next day. You did. You so, did. And um, it was a wild ending. I remember It was that. a wild ending. So moments like that, I'm trying to think of anything else that just stands out. Uh, those are some of the most. That stand the Right out Now podcast, me. obviously. This is just his favorite. Well, I'm loving the fact that I'm just sitting here today. Like, normally <laughs> I'm leading the conversation, and today I'm just thankful to be. Does that worry you at all that it is out of your hands now? And no, you have to trust me, Caleb. Yeah, that'd no, be terrifying. I don't worry me at all because I know who handles the editing and oh, I oh. can take out what there we might need be to take out. Yeah. yeah. That, that is fair. So, a question all the people want to know Will story time with Chase be returning to the youth ministry this summer? I, I mean, probably so. I mean, a little different context these days, but probably so. Good. To some good. sort of level. 
Good. That's what that's what we all wanted to hear. That's yeah. truly what we all wanted yeah. to hear. We yeah. also another burning question. Mm. This is all debate. Who would win in a fight? We got a church staff member versus a fictional character. We need your take. Okay. Which staff member? The man himself. Roxanne Gannon. Okay. Arguably the most just happy go lucky staff member here. Right. Versus the man himself. Luke Skywalker from Star Wars. Uh-huh. They both have lightsabers. Okay. Roxton can use the Force. He can? Yes. Okay. He can. Neutral side. Mm-hmm. Who wins? Uh, okay, so here's the deal. Here's how this is going to go down. So you got Luke and you got Broxton. Well, Broxton has spent his time on like this side of the Jedi Temple, like reading every Jedi book there ever was to try to get to a place that he could fight against Luke. Now, everybody knows Luke just, you know, from birth uh, was the chosen one and that was brought to, you know, allow balance to come to the Force, you know, in this moment with Darth Vader and realizing that he's his father and the light that he was able to stay focused on moving forward. And so, I mean, really, just a really um, tough opponent when you think about Luke. Um, Now, But then, Broxton over here, in the middle of all his training days, Reading and reading and reading, trying to do the best he can to be tons prepared. of training. Tons of probably training. the most training like in the yeah. church every day, sitting there training and training. And a lot training. of sitting, so a lot of training, a lot of training. So all of that coming to place comes to a head where it is a duel and a battle for the ages. Okay. Yeah, um, I think Luke attacks first. Um, Broxton's caught off guard a little bit, probably because he's still training. Probably. Uh, but he, he attacks first, and it is wild. Um, Broxton takes the next couple blows, and you think that Broxton's got a got a leg up on Luke, but clearly, at the end of the day, Luke takes home the victory. Um, he's just built different. Force is strong there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did he not train enough? Uh, well, did he train I mean, too much? Here's the deal. That's I think true. probably I what's it. taking place is – Sometimes you get so focused in the training mm. that you're not ready for the task that's at hand. And mm. there's a time that training's just got to be done with, and you got to go after it. We can apply that scripture, you know. If you're always just reading about the Bible, but you never act on it, yeah. you know. Don't be just doers. I mean, hearers of the word, be doers of the word. James exactly. Yeah, about that. Yeah, you're we right. turned that around pretty nicely. Good segue. So, yeah. Good segue. We'll finish with this uh, last question. And going back to the scripture, what, in this Right Now podcast, what, passage in scripture is just molding you and changing you the most in your life right now john chapter 13 uh context of the story of where jesus washes the feet of the disciples and Mm. the example that is seen by jesus through those stories the example of humility the example of sacrifice the example of just service in general um and then one of the moments that's been so interesting to me is Peter asked the question, when Jesus comes to wash his feet, Peter says, why are you washing my feet? Basically, mm-hmm. I need to be, I should be washing your feet. Yeah. Well, and I think about that, and I think about it like this. If Peter would have went, followed through with his question, he would have missed what Jesus would have done in that moment. And I think a lot of times I find myself in life and in ministry and, and just everyday uh, everything, questioning God in some ways that I then should think in my midst of my questioning, how am I missing possibly the things that God is trying to do in my life and possibly through 
uh, our ministries and the ministry of my family and things like that. And so seeing the example of Jesus being the example that Jesus left us to be and uh, walking as a person of um, humility and sacrifice and service. So John 13 has stood out greatly in the last uh, probably month. That's awesome. Well, you heard it here. John 13, go and read it. Chase obviously has gotten a lot from it, and I'm sure we should get a lot from it too. So we thank you for uh, watching and listening, and uh, we're just so glad to have Chase here. Chase, you're very famous for your announcements. Mm. What 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 are we looking forward to this summer? You know, any big announcements for us today? Uh, for this summer, or yeah, for... just like what's coming up soon? Oh mm. well, I mean, we all got to be ready for. Um, we got one family worship that's probably going to be happening this week, but then past that, we got sweet spots. I mean, we had our first one this past week, epic. Um, day one of that. We got a lot under our sleeve for sweet spots in our student ministry, so I'm oh, yeah. looking forward oh, yeah. to that. We got dive-in starting. Oh, yeah. The June 13th, I think, is the date, so looking forward to some dive-ins. What's the name of that game we play at dive-ins with a ball and somebody on the side of the Oh, you have a name for that? Water polo. Water polo. Yeah. Water polo. Yeah. Throw the ball and let everyone kill each other. Yeah, yeah pretty yeah, much. That that's like, yeah. that's, it's pretty, not kill the man safe. with the, well, I guess it is kill the man with the ball. That's pretty much. Pretty much. So, got dive-ins happening. Um, let's see, anything else that I'm missing? I feel like there's one big thing going on, uh, like a whole It's like week. a week long, maybe event? so. Reached Dothan? Reached I think Dothan? that's it, yeah. Camp? Yeah, yeah. camp, yeah. All that stuff's happening, too. So, yeah. looking forward to it. It's, it's going to be a up. great summer with these guys around in the new direction of the podcast oh, as yeah. well. I'm looking forward to that. We're all, we're very excited for this. Yeah. Y'all have a guest lined up for next week? Do we need oh, a yeah. little Surprise guest. Surprise. 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 Look, Surprise. Look for hints on the Ridgecrest students' social media page. Do you even know how to do social media, Trace? No, but I'll make someone else do it. <laughs> do, you, do you have that kind of power here? I, I'll, I'll get it. No. I think you'll have to ask nicely for the guy who does the social media. <laughs> I might. I might humble myself. Maybe we could point. get some training days for Trace on social media. True. True. I'm sure Brockson can help me out there. <laughs> well, this has been the Right Now Podcast. Thanks for watching, and we will see you next week.